0: I just want to share about a third of a verse with you. Uh, so uh, short devotional, short passage. Uh, if you have a text in front of you, turn to it. Turn to Genesis chapter 12. We'll go back to the beginning of the Bible. I'll give you a second there. I always like for people, last night I was I was doing a Zoom Bible study for, uh, Rick will find this interesting, for, uh, for formal, former football players at the University of Colorado. Uh, and it just seems strange that I'm doing that. Now, by the way, by football, I mean American football, the real football, uh, not the fake version that you Europeans play. Um, and, uh, but these men have been wonderfully converted to faith in Christ, some fairly recently. And when I lead the Bible study, I like for them to have a text in front of them. A lot of them are not real familiar with the Bible. And some are very young Christians, and uh, so they're they're new to all of this. But um, when I taught at Colorado Christian University, I would often ask my students to open, say, to the Book of Romans. And I would see many of my students at a Christian university go first to the table of contents in their Bible, To find Romans, Uh, so we are a biblically illiterate country. Uh, So, if you have your text in front of you, Genesis chapter twelve, I want to uh, start reading. Now, the Lord said to Abram, and I want to stop right there. That is one of the most important moments in the history of the universe. Certainly one of the most important moments in the history of the human race. This is a group that gathers to speak to God. We gather for prayer and that's wonderful. And our God invites us to come boldly into his presence and pray. But People pray in almost every religion. I was watching a man pray in Kathmandu, Nepal. And he uh, he was a Buddhist. And he would stand up. He had a, a piece of plywood in front of him. And he would kneel down and then go prostrate. And then go back up on his knees and stand up. And he would repeat that process hundreds, thousands of times. And he had worn grooves in the plywood where his his knees moved. Uh, So he would pray. What's really strange about the Christian faith is not that we speak to God, although that's wonderful and it's what we're about in this group, but we have a God who speaks to us. We have a God who speaks to us and no one else has that. No one else has the privilege of hearing from, from Almighty God. 4,000 years ago, <clears throat> after the events of the first 11 chapters of Genesis, Adam and Eve, the flood, all of that, there's a man living in the Middle East named a- Abram. And he was about 70 years old. He's about my age. And it says God spoke to him. And that's one of the most important events in history because... Every blessing you and I enjoy in the world today is because God has spoken. God has revealed truth to us, which is the basis of every blessing we have. Last year, I published a book entitled Seven Ideas That Changed the World. And my argument is a fairly controversial argument, but I have defended it many times in front of intellectuals who don't agree with me <clears throat> and my argument is these are the seven seven of the most important ideas that have ever existed and no one would believe even one of them except that it had been revealed by almighty god and i would even talk to atheists at my university and i would tell them every important idea in your brain Comes from your Christian heritage. Every important idea in your brain comes from the Bible, and so in that book I listed seven of them. <clears throat> I was with a group of Chinese college professors in uh, Guangzhou at Peking University a number of years ago, and I was going to speak to them about something. And you know, for the life of me, I can't remember what it was. But as we were sitting down, one of the uh, women, an English professor, said, "Isn't the Bible?" a bunch of fairy tales. And I said to her, I said, no, it is not. And it's a good thing for you that it isn't. And I said, does anybody here have a Bible? And and several of them did. That was funny. At At an American university, no one would. But in this Chinese university, several people had Bibles. And I said, I want us to read the first chapter of Genesis, because four of the most important ideas in the history of the human race come from chapter one. In Genesis and I went through <clears throat> and I shared with this woman, I said, "You read in this passage the most important statement ever made about women." And God made the statement. And this is what God said in Genesis 127 And so God created a man in his image, male and female created He them. That's the most important statement in the history of the human race made about women. And what it says is that women have equal value with men. And Christianity and the cultures it produces are the only people who have ever believed that. Now, I see many women on the screen in front of me. Ladies, I want to say this to you. You are the most privileged women who have ever lived in the history of the world. And the men on this screen consider you to be of equal value to themselves. But the reason we do that is because God has told us that. God has told us that you have equal value with us. No one has ever believed that except people influenced by our speaking God. God spoke. He said, women are created in my image. And that has given you your worth and value. And that's why you have the fabulous life that you have in the modern world that is influenced by Western culture. By the way, the first part of that verse is the single most important social statement ever made about the human race. So God created man in his image. What we take from that, and I even noticed that in the prayer request this morning, someone is is, uh, marching in front of an abortion clinic that's a result of Genesis one twenty seven, where God says, all human life has value in my sight. We call it the sanctity of life. The unborn, the Alzheimer's patient, men, women, black people, brown people, children, all have equal worth in the eyes of God because they've all been created in the image of God. And we are the only people who have ever believed that. And the only reason we believe it is because we have a speaking God. And he said, you have equal worth. You have equal worth and value. So glory be to our speaking God. We are speaking to him in this gathering today because he first spoke to us. And he told us truths we wouldn't know any other way. And every blessing we have in life, not just religious blessing, Material blessings, economic, political, scientific, technological, every blessing comes because we have a speaking God and Jesus Christ walked the earth. So I can connect those dots. I connect them in my book. But I just want you to know we have a speaking God and he says you have infinite worth and value. I want to congratulate you this morning. I'm being created in the image of God. And having all that worth and value. And so during our prayer time today, let's just luxuriate in that.